Welcome back to Inside TBT. We are in the thick of TBT season. Of course, we got TST kicking off June 1st. Definitely check that out on all platforms at TST7v7. I'm Andrew Zolden, the host of Inside TBT, and we have an awesome episode today. The champs, Blue Collar U, have delivered two great guests to kick off the episode. CJ Massenberg, last year's MVP, and Nick Perkins, a co-member of the all-tournament team for Blue Collar U. They're back in TBT this year. That's been announced. They talk about their run last year, their time in college, what Blue Collar U means to them, and a whole lot more. And then a little special interview, Jonte Porter, who's playing on Show Me Squad, the Mizzou team. As everyone should know out there, I went to Mizzou, big Mizzou fan. Of course, I don't want Mizzou to win TBT. I want everything to win TBT. Big TBT fan. But Jonte's on the show. He's the man. Talk a little Mizzou. Before we get to all that, though, got to tell you real quickly about the presenting sponsor of Inside TBT, Chip Golf Company. All right, Chip Golf Company is a golf apparel brand specializing in uniquely designed golf gloves with 10% of all proceeds benefiting a variety of charitable causes whose missions are the inspirations behind many of their designs. Seriously, their designs are very cool. They got poker chip gloves, fire emoji gloves, you know, Irish gloves, American flag, whatever you want, whatever you need. They got it. It's made with premium leather for a buttery soft feel, a palm pad for extra comfort and support when you need it most. Their goal is to help golfers look good on the course and do good off of it. Click the link in the episode to visit Chip Golf and use promo code inside TBT. Let's get to the interviews right now. All right, joining me now on Inside TBT from the defending champs, Blue Collar U, CJ Massenberg, Nick Perkins. Welcome back to the show. Well, thanks for having us, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Happy to be here. So I'm going to ask you guys questions individually because obviously we're doing this via Zoom. So I'll start off, Perk, with you. What have you been up to post-TBT? First, I need to know, what was that first purchase after you guys won the million? And then how's your post-TBT season going? Oh, man. First, what was the first purchase? Man, I can't remember. Probably if if y'all booked the flight home for us and then after that, you know, uh, some shopping for Baby Girl was probably the first purchase for sure. And, uh, yeah, man, but ever since then, just been out here in Italy pretty much the whole winter. Um, long season out here, nine, ten months, just the grind, man. You know, this the professional level never really stops. You know, obviously TBT is very some, fun in the summer, and uh, you know, what I'm saying the winter, the winter months. You know, out here in Italy with my team, uh, Happy Kyle Brennan's. He just, you know, we start playoffs this Saturday, and uh, just been out here focused, locked in, man. And CJ, o- over to you. It's actually, I'm assuming, pretty similar because you, of course, had your son, and then you're also in Italy, but what's it looked like for you post-TBT? Uh, for me, uh, post-TBT was, it was unbelievable. But the first purchase that I did, um, I purchased a Mac, uh, a MacBook um, from Best Buy <laughs> and a camera to just document everything that's, you know, going to happen in my life going for, uh, forward so little CJ can, you know, kind of relive these moments 
that he's too young to remember. But um, no, nah, I was out in Italy this year, uh, first year in Italy. Uh, it was nice. It was nice. My team just came up shot of the playoffs, but um, I've been enjoying my time, getting better and ready for the second round of TPT. I love it. Yeah, you guys have one of the most successful starts in TBT history. You got <laughs> semifinals and then championship. Only lost one game, which is pretty, yeah. pretty damn impressive. Nick, obviously the team didn't lose after the birth of baby CJ. Have you tried to convince the Massenbergs to have another child right in early July for this year? <laughs> oh, of course, of course. You know what I'm saying? They always, you know, love C is obviously, you know, that's my godson, you know, good luck charm. That's my little guy. So, of course, man, you know what I'm saying? I think ever since he's been born, it ain't been no bad nothing. So, you know what I'm saying? They continue that. <laughs> Great for our teams. So I love it. <laughs> I love it. CJ, of course, you almost didn't play. All mm-hmm. right. I asked you this. I think it was after you guys won maybe like the third game last year. You go on to win MVP. Happy with your decision to play TBT last year? Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. The only reason why I wasn't going to play was because, you know, bringing a new, new life into the world, you never know how much – how much help is going to be needed. You never know if your wife is going to be able to, if, how her recovery was going to be. But she, um, she's the real MVP. She, she, she handled it like a champ, um, brought a little C into the world. Her recovery was, was almost immediately. And she, uh, she supported me throughout the way. And she said, let's, let's go to Dayton. Let's, 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 let's take it all away. So, uh, shout out to her for that. So, yeah. Obviously, you guys want to just win another championship again. Nick, how how quickly after last year's championship did you guys start discussing, you know, getting ready to roll for another run? Oh, man, I, I don't want to say it was right away, but it's definitely one of those things to where, especially to do with the guys that, you know what I'm saying, college was, uh, especially everything the city of Buffalo had going on last year with the Buffalo 10 and things like that, you know, we – we, uh, you know, we embrace the win and we know, you know what I'm saying, we love playing with each other. And it's, I think what makes us so special is just the camaraderie we have with each other and just, you know, love playing with each other and being real friends outside the basketball court. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, just goes to show as far as the basketball side, you know, that's the easy part. You know, playing together every game and wanting to win for each other and play for each other, I think that's our, our biggest asset we have for each other. So, yes, sir. You guys always play with a little chip on your shoulder, you know, going into last year, TBT, it was like, Oh, it was just a fluke. CJ might not even play. No way. Wes can do what he did again. Nick he's too small. He doesn't lift at all. You know, you're always got a chip <laughs> on your shoulder, but this year you're going into TBT with, you know, a target on your backs. You guys are the team to beat. CJ, what's your experience been like in the past where, you know, you guys are essentially the favorite? Do you like that? Are you worried about that? Take me through that. No, I actually like it. It's not as good as being the underdog because we kind of been underdogs our whole life. But our senior year of college, we were ranked in the nation, uh, got all the way to as high as 14. And then uh, (laughs) that year, man, a lot of teams were gunning for us, especially in the MAC. I remember we lost one game to Northern Illinois. They stormed the court. So we've been in this position before where um, 
we're we're the top dogs and everybody want us, but we we know how to handle it and we're gonna come in with that same chip on our shoulder and we're gonna we're gonna bring it. Nick, I'm I'm guessing you don't give a shit. It's it's nameless and faceless no matter who you're playing and you're expecting that, you know, you're gonna get a fight no matter what. Uh, of course, you know what I'm saying? TBT is a, it's a lot of pros on every team. You know, it's a lot of overseas guys. So when they come home in the summer, you know, you know what I'm saying? Just like me and CJ, just like a lot of our team. So uh, it's going to be big for us, you know what I'm saying? Keep that same underdog mentality. And like CJ said, you know, we we used to being in this before. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? This goes to show, you know, just the the uh, the level of team we have and how guys just love playing with each other. So it's one thing that, you know what I'm saying, we ready for it. We love, we love having that. And, you know what I'm saying, we got to – Use it to our advantage. I can, man. All right, I want to ask you guys a couple of fun questions because that's what I like to do here on Inside TBT. It's not all serious and, and setting you up for the good quotes. So first question is for you, CJ. I've never asked you guys about this. The upset over Arizona, okay? Yep. Huge upset. First thing is I had Arizona winning the whole thing that year, so would you like to apologize to me? For busting my bracket, absolutely not. I would not apologize for that. Um, man, that game was unbelievable. But um, man, DeAndre Ayton kind of struggling. You know, no, I don't know. So I don't know. I guess, yeah, I believe it right there. <laughs> Burke, what do you remember from that game? What was your favorite moment of of that game? Take me through it. Oh, man, the, the crazy thing is before the game, you know what I'm saying, just preparing for that game, we had a great game plan. Oates had a great game plan ready for us, you know what I'm saying, with them playing, you know, DeAndre Aiden plus playing uh, Rich Dish, they four man, who's another seven-footer. So, you know, he's going to have a lot of mismatch with our guards, you know what I'm saying. We took advantage of him. He was able to come out with a win. But it's one of those things that, you know, we knew we was fearless going in and we knew it was a game that we could win. And, you know, we ended up and we everybody came out, performed at a high level, and it was it was, it was amazing to see. Keeping it with you, Nick, last year we saw you uh, scooping watermelon out of a full watermelon during practice. Is that is that a common thing for you? Are you always walking around with exotic foods in exotic places? What What's your pregame meal normally look like? I'm a big boy, so you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely got to get my, uh, you know, my carbohydrates in me. Got to get, I got to stay hydrated. I got I to gotta do all that stuff. Main meal for me is usually, you know, grilled chicken. Some light possible red sauce, you know what I'm saying? Keep the fruit light. And uh yeah, man, that's usually what I do. Uh so exactly. So sorry. DJ, what about you? What's your pregame meal look like? Uh, I'm a big fish guy. I like the um salmon every 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 game day. Salmon, uh light pasta, red sauce, uh probably green beans on the side. So yeah, I'm a big salmon guy. I like Nick's dinner a little better. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want any green beans before a basketball game. Come on. Uh CJ, I want to ask you about this first. Coach Hodgson, obviously new head coach at Arkansas State. That's big time. Is that something you foresaw coming, him eventually being a head coach at his own school? Oh yeah, for sure. He's a he's a hardworking guy. Um he's a very selfless guy. Um, he has a lot to give and I, I, and he's a loyal guy. You know, I saw him and Oates, uh, grind their way up to the top, you know, being on that Alabama, um, staff from coming from Buffalo, like when, when in life, whenever you're consistent like that and you, you treat people well and, 
and um, you stay loyal, you know, good things turn out uh, in your favor, you know, if you just stay the course. So, yeah, I definitely saw that, and I'm excited for him. And, Nick, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, that's the coach who didn't give you a single blue-collar U award in college, and you didn't win your first one until – TBT. So are you like, screw that guy? Or are you happy for him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Being under a uh, host for eight years and just grinding his way up and being a, going for coming in and being a recruiter to becoming, you know, a great assistant coach and a guy who creates, you know what I'm saying, great relationship with his players. You know, it's amazing to see, like CJ said, that that loyalty and just continuing, continuing what he's been doing with, with O's and now being able to, you know what I'm saying, set those same standards and bases in his own, you know what I'm saying, organization. And and with, with Arkansas State, I think that's going to be big for him, man. We're super excited for him. It's super cool. All right, a couple real quick rapid-fire fun questions. You guys have flown all over the world. CJ, first question for you, how many airline miles do you have, and which airline do you have the most miles with? Um... To be honest, I don't keep up with the miles, but um, I would say I've flown probably Delta the most. Perk? I would say Delta, Ryanair is like a, an Italian airline for sure. I stay on Ryanair. Alitalia, <laughs> probably the biggest one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I love it. What, what's your favorite in-airline snack? Personally, I like the Southwest little snack mix. If you know what I'm talking about, it's kind of like a mm-hmm. What's your favorite airline snack? Perk. I'm at the first. Or okay, Perk. Oh, um, which, which airline got them cookies, the Biscoff cookies? Uh, <laughs> Who is that? That's Delta? Yep, that's Delta. The, the Delta cookies go, fine. go crazy. I, you can buy them. What'd you say, Perk? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I cut you off. Biscoff cookies, them the truth. Them the ones right there. Yeah, sure. yeah. All right, last question for you guys. It's presented by Chip Golf Company, sponsor of the pod. They make golf gloves. little precursor question. Do either of you guys golf? Well, I'm not a big golfer, no. No, okay. no I've been on a little bit, but I ain't, I ain't a huge golfer. <laughs> All right, so here's, here's my question, because Chip Golf Company, they're golf gloves. They're the best gloves in the world. Perk, for you first. What's the biggest, you know, wardrobe malfunction you've ever dealt with while playing basketball? Oh man, probably not having, probably not having no like, uh, like my my tights, not having no tights before the game. Uh, I haven't been in that situation before, not having no tights and having to go out there just shorts. It's crazy. <laughs> what about you, CJ? Oh, uh, wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna have to say the same thing as Perk, but like I didn't I didn't <laughs> I love my tights, so I had to hoop in underwear, like regular, like everyday underwear, and that was the worst, worst, worst idea, worst thing I could have ever done. But yeah, that was it. All right, I love it. Before I let you guys get out of here, Perk, start with you. Any questions for me? You know we like to ask that. Oh. Do I got some questions for you? Man, as far why we why we couldn't get the TBT and buff this year. That's that's above my pay grade. That is above my pay grade. I just post where it is. I don't decide where it is. But that's a good mm-hmm. question. It needs it needs to happen eventually. I think a second championship would be enough to say it's in Buffalo now. Right. Sure. All right. Sure. 
CJ, any questions? Yes. Um, did you guys add any new, you know, little ways to get bonuses? I know, you know, you had the the Elon the the shot with the Pumas, you get a thousand. Any other new ones? That's a great question. So we're always working on different little things. You know, we've had the three point contest before that guys can enter. We've had the, the our version of the dunk contest before. We've always got little things. There's going to be more stuff this year. They have not been announced yet, but they okay. will be. That's a great question. Your guys' team really takes advantage of the <laughs> yeah. in, in the Pumas. You guys started that trend of, of changing shoes. Perk, who's that? <laughs> Wow. With that tail? But no, nah, I think West Clark. I think West Clark. He was like, nah, if you ain't got your pumas, go get your pumas. <laughs> oh, love it. I love it. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Of course, you're fired up that you're back. I'm fired up that you're back. The TBT teams are not fired up that you're back because you guys are pretty damn good and they're gonna have to beat you. We'll see you guys this summer. All right. Thank you, you, Andrew. All right. All right. Joining me now on Inside TBT, Jonte Porter. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me, man. Absolutely. So obviously got you here because you have committed to play with Show Me Squad, the Mizzou alumni. I need you to take it to me from... When Phil approached you to now, how how did you get you know swayed to join this team? Man, it's been a long time coming. So I've watched TBT in the past, and you know it's on when nothing else is really on. So it's really cool entertainment. Uh, Phil, I worked out with him on my off seasons. I'm back in Columbia working out at Mizzou Arena. So Phil got the GA job there with the new coaching staff, and he was putting me through workouts. And he brought up the fact that. They're going to be making a Mizzou squad for that specific purpose purpose of playing in the TBT. So he asked if I'd be interested. I was like, dude, I mean, it's hard for me to commit at this point just because who knows where my basketball career will be at, at that point. But um, if, I'm, if I'm available, I'm in. That sounds awesome. And I'd love to reunite with my guys, some that played before me that I grew up watching, some that have played after me. So altogether, it sounds like a fantastic um, idea. And when he brought it up to me, I was all on board. Yeah, that's awesome. So some of the guys that have been revealed, you know, you're like the fourth or fifth commitment, but you played you played with Geist. You yes. played with Mitch Smith. How excited are you to, you know, get back on the court with those guys? It'll be awesome, man. I've kept in touch a little bit with Geist. Mitch, not so much, but I know they're both overseas doing their thing. And uh, yeah, when, when I heard all the guys that will be a part of this squad, I'm like, no way will we at all be going into a game as an underdog we have too many guys on the squad so we'll see what, what happens hopefully the chemistry is still there after all these years i love it so sometimes it's a little hard for you know mizzou fans to keep up with mizzou basketball the guys that are in the nba the guys that are in you know the g league overseas so can you talk a little bit about you know what your basketball career post mizzou has looked like so far Definitely. Yeah. My Mizzou experience kind of came to a unfortunate end with the knee injuries and all that. I went back to my sophomore year and got hurt before we ever, ever played a game. So that sucked. Um, but you know, the, the year after that, I was still, you know, basically on crutches and the Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies signed me after the draft and all that stuff. So took the first year after Mizzou, it's basically just rehab while being signed with the Grizzlies. And then the next year I was on full contract doing my thing, still battling injuries, honestly. Ever since I've left Mizzou, injuries has been a big part of the play. Luckily, fast forward to now, I'm feeling a lot better. Um, but yeah, I played it 
was with the Grizzlies for a couple of years, then got waived and then took a year off to just rehab, get my body to a hundred percent. So I can play a full season without holding my knees and everything. Um, and then this past season played with the Wisconsin herd in the G league. So just a great experience overall to get some games under my belt since I really hadn't played real basketball like that since 2018 at Mizzou, my freshman year. So um, things are looking up for me. My basketball career feeling really good now. Um, and TBT is just another platform for me to go out there and do my thing. And I know there's always a lot of people watching. So I'm really excited to hopefully have a lot of Mizzou fans watching us as well. Absolutely. So you put up some big numbers with the herd this year, which was, was awesome to see. What was the G league experience like for you this season? Yeah, it's a lot different than anything I've experienced basketball wise, just because, um, you know, college, you're doing everything for the school and you have a big fan base and all that stuff. NBA, the the highest level of luxury you can, you can get. And the G League's kind of a step back a little bit, which is a little bit different than what I've experienced in the past because all those guys you're playing with are all playing for the opportunity to, you know, get called up or go do something overseas eventually. So a little bit different, but the, the goal remains the same, and that's to win and look good while you do it. So as I mentioned earlier, it was good to just get a lot of games under my belt. I was luckily lucky to land in a really fortunate situation in Wisconsin. They have a great organization with the G League and the NBA, obviously. And they let me do my thing and let me play with freedom, which is kind of what I've been used to with, you know, Mizzou dating back to high school, so forth. So it was a really cool experience. I'm glad you mentioned high school. So when I was a freshman at Mizzou, you would have been a sophomore or freshman yeah. in high school in Columbia. We I went to the one of your games. I get where it was at, but I went to one of your games and you guys were the road team. And we went because we were like, oh, we got to see Mike, like Mike Porter Jr. Got to go. And you had like a triple double with blocks, points and rebounds. <laughs> and I remember me and all my friends we were like, OK, so now we know that there's another Porter that we should be excited about. And then, of right. course, you have your younger brothers that, of course, are great basketball players as well. My long-winded, you know, question at the end of this is when rumors started swirling and it seemed like a possibility that you and your brother were going to be able to come back to Columbia, play for Mizzou, play together. What what was that like? Take me through that. Man, it was really um, just a unique time of our lives. We were obviously a little bitter about the whole situation with Washington and our godfather, Lorenzo Romar, getting fired, which meant my dad got fired. So we were, we were all on board going to Washington, and then that whole thing happened. And like you said, the rumors started swirling. People started reaching out to my dad about possibly returning to Columbia, and it quickly returned from, you know, bitter sorrow, sadness of not being at Washington to just excitement and, you know, a little bit of giddiness to be able to go back to our home city and put on and kind of bring the excitement back to Mizzou basketball, which I think is what we ultimately did. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a whirlwind of emotions, but all in all getting back there, um, you know, me reclassifying to be there with Michael was just super exciting and sure. We wish some things could have gone down differently with the injuries and whatnot, but all in all, I can't thank Mizzou enough for how they treated me and my family coming back. It's been awesome. Do you have a game or moment from, you know, your freshman year at Mizzou on the court that really sticks out to you? Mm, yeah I mean there's tons of good memories you you even mentioned earlier before we started recording about the whole Georgia game you know my brother coming back in the first round of the SEC tournament and all the excitement with that that game and then you know playing against 
Florida State in the tournament was really awesome. There's also some negative experience. I remember when we went to Rupp Arena to play Kentucky at Kentucky after we had already beaten them at home. That's the first time I've been kind of shell-shocked. I think that was probably my worst game I had played. Maybe scored like one or two points, and we got blown out. I was just like in awe of kind of the legacy of playing in Kentucky Arena. And that was the first experience, like I said, where I've just been kind of looking up shell-shocked and realized, you know, this is this is a big platform. This is a lot to take in. And I think I've learned from it since then. Obviously, you still get jitters before a big game, but that's the first time. Because in high school, you know, we kind of did whatever we wanted. We expected to win every game. This is, but going into Kentucky and playing against those guys, those freshman phenoms, a lot of them that are playing great in the NBA now, was definitely an experience and not necessarily a great one. Was that like Bam and De'Aaron Fox? No, this was a little bit after that. There was like a Jared Vanderbilt, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Kevin Knox, a couple other NBA guys. Um, not as good as the Bam and De'Aaron team, but you know, Kentucky always has those guys that end up being great in the NBA, and that team is no different. Yeah. Um, you mentioned big environments, crazy environments. The Mizzou Kansas exhibition game before yeah. the season was one of the craziest basketball environments I've ever been to. So when we're recording this, it hasn't been announced yet, but I'll tell you because when it's being released, there's a Kansas team in TBT this year. It's looking like you guys are going to be in, you know, the same regional potentially. Would you want to see a Kansas TBT team in TBT or would you want to avoid them? Man, that would be sick. And it'd be a great revenge game for me. We ended up losing that exhibition game. It wasn't really an exhibition. There's a lot of pride on that game and a lot of fans that were backing us. So anytime you get a shot at Kansas, at least me personally, I'm going to take that shot. And hopefully if that ends up happening, the zoo fans show up and show out, we can get a dub after it seems like it's been a while since we beat them. So we owe them. Absolutely. All right. Last question I got for you. It's presented by chip golf company, which is the presenting sponsor of inside TBT. They're a golf apparel brand specializing in uniquely designed golf gloves. Quick sidebar. Do you golf ever? I do occasionally. I might more if I get my hands on some chip golf stuff. Oh, there you go. Thanks. I didn't even <laughs> ask you to do that. That was great. So the question is, what's the best round of golf you've ever had? Uh, no, honestly, for me, I do it casually. I've never even done a full 18. I always stick to nine. Um, and I'm always the worst one in the group. I got my hands on a custom set of clubs, but I still have a terrible handicap. Too embarrassed to say on here. But um, yeah, it's something that I want to do. Now that I'm healthy, my back and knees aren't hurting me. My brother, Michael. Both recently got clubs, and we're looking to hit the greens. So if you know any good courses around, definitely let me know. All right, so who's our foursome? Me, you, Mike. We need the fourth. Who, who are you sliding in there as the fourth? Man, it's got to be Phil Pressy. His little compact body. I know he's <laughs> hitting 300-yard dingers. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, that, that'd be cool, man. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. That's a great foursome right there. Jonte, appreciate you coming on the show. See you hopefully this summer in a potential Mizzou versus Kansas game you know, potential Mizzou, Wichita State. That's why we love the TBT. We got to make it all happen. 100%. Yeah, it's where the dream scenarios come to life. So I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again for having me on, man. Hope you enjoyed this double feature interview, really triple feature if you count the double blue collar you guys edition of Inside TBT. As mentioned earlier, we're so close to TBT. We're not quite there, but we're close. Bracket reveal, you know, coming soon. Matchups coming soon, not too soon with those two, but it's time to get excited about TBT. Make sure you're following at the tournament at the dot tournament on Instagram. 
Of course, follow at InsideTBT on all platforms. If you want, for whatever reason, follow me at Andrew Zolden. Might be at Andrew Zolden 23 on Instagram. Not 100% sure. Just so everyone knows, the 23 is for LeBron, not for Michael Jordan. But like I said, hope you all enjoyed this episode. We'll talk next week. Clocking out early, that's the dish I don't like. Been getting paid since I was riding on the bike. Hit the pedal with the eighth, hopping on the ninth flight. I've been chilling out of sight. I'll be at the bar tonight. Told the bartender, go and take my car to swipe. You try the same thing, but your car get declined. White rappers nowadays, no one not too hard to find. I'm so dapper with my ways, I'm gonna linger in your mind. Always told me good things, look, I'm too dumb to our patient. But I've been way too patient, riding bars. Basement. I'm anxious in the real world, it's time for me to say this The basics, the talent in my mind, I can't waste it My life is too safe, it's my time for it's taking I'm baking my mind, every day it's the same ish Lazy, my grind needs to get a new facelift Coming from the underground and busting through the pavement Rock with it, and lean with it My team win it, my team win it No rock with it, and lean with it My team turn up, when I spit it Cause oh yeah, that is so raving, racing and pacing around all these lames in my lane, out my way, unless you're trying to pay me. Not from the playpen, it's coming from the jungle. When you hear the bell, you better be ready to rumble. Because I'ma grab the gloves and I'm gonna flex my muscles. Go ahead and spit some bars, but you're probably just gonna mumble. A lot of rappers these days really need to get them humble. Cause they think they at the top, they better stop before they stumble. Cause I'm swiping all their biddies while they swiping right on bumble. And your girl, it calls me daddy, but she home. You uncle, but no, we not related, homie. No, we not some fam. You never get in clubs, you can't even get in sand. You never get in dubs like the Browns from the land. When push comes to shove, wave that towel in your hand.